Hey, how's it going? It's Bill Gardner from the Deep End Games, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. This week, uh, we're still... Some people in different phases and different stages of quarantine and things. Uh, it seems like it's going on for a long time. You know, we talked about things you could binge. We talked about uh, things you can do. All sorts of stuff. And, you know, the only way we're going to get through this is together. Apart. Apart together. I don't know. Whatever. See, my brain is slowly descending. Uh, <laughs> which I wouldn't much to begin with. Anyway, this week I want to look at some of the things that are the longest. Like... Today we're going to look at the games that take the longest to beat. Tomorrow we're going to look at some of the longest movies. Just to, you know, let you know that there have been things that seem like they take forever, but there is an end in sight. There is, uh, you know, a beginning, a middle, and end. It'll all be done at some point. You just have to go through it. So, without further ado, let's look at some of the longest video games ever, ever made. Now, these are kind of the average time. Uh, from what I've gleaned off of a few different websites, you know, there now, there may be some games that on here they say, oh, well, it's a 96-hour game. And you're like, well, it took me 200 hours to beat that. It all it all depends and it's all relative, but it's just kind of on average what they say. The longest game out there, we'll just lead with it, is Animal Crossing New Leaf. They say it's 400 hours to complete. And when you think about that, you're like, well, there's Animal Crossing doesn't really have a story necessarily, so how do I beat it? This is saying that you beat it by paying off the housing debt. Um, that you know, you, Every time you upgrade your house, you owe more money and little skeezy raccoon dude and everything. So, good news, a new Animal Crossing just came out, so... There you go. See if you can beat it before you can leave the house. Um, it may be a good challenge. Next is Roller Coaster Tycoon 2 at 133 hours. So we have a big jump there. Uh, less than half the time. And with Roller Coaster Tycoon, this is just upgrading your facilities, getting newer, better, faster rides, uh, not killing people, safer rides, I guess I should probably throw in there as part of that, and all your different loops and stuff. I've never been a huge roller coaster tycoon person i've played a few of them um there was one game that i had on xbox can't remember if it was on game pass or if it was a free game where you like made roller coasters half the game was making roller coasters and the other half was you actually got to ride well actually there's three parts third of it was making roller coasters a third of it was riding it and a third of it was destroying things so it was a lot of fun um but it only kept my attention for a little bit same thing with roller coaster tycoon Next up at 131 hours, so just barely down, is Ark Survival Evolved. Now, I have some friends who play this, and it's a interesting game. You know, I, I feel like from when it started to where it is now, it's gone through a lot of directional changes and course, I don't know if I'd say corrects, but um, readjustments, as it were. And this game is, you know, you're going through and finding 
dinosaurs and animals and training room, but then there's also like guns and you build your science areas and everything. Uh, it's it wanes in popularity, which I think is interesting because there are sometimes where half of my friends list is playing it and everybody's talking about it and loving it. And then they, they'll go silent for three or four months and nobody's playing it. And then I guess they release an update or they do something and a uh, new wave comes out and they're all back in it. Squeaking out just underneath that, it's going to be Final Fantasy 12 at 120 hours. Um, this was released back in, P in the PS2 days and then they kind of remastered it and... Um, a lot of people are went back, you know, they logged in 120 hours back in the day and turned around and logged in another 120 hours. They just how good the games are. I actually recently started playing Final Fantasy 15, I think is the one that's on Game Pass right now. And I started playing it just for some game quest achievements, but it's kind of a cool game. Like I I've been playing it more even after the quests are done. Uh, next we have at 96 hours, Persona 5. I don't know a whole lot about the Persona games. When I worked at GameStop, a lot of people really dug them, really enjoyed them. Just wasn't really my my thing. Um, same thing, Rainbow Moon is at 93 hours. I thought this was like a Sailor Moon sequel, but no, this is a... Uh, how to describe it? You're, you go around, you're a, kind of a... A knight slash sorcerer, you, different classes, and uh, build your town, level up, learn new spells, do everything like that, keep things away. Then we have a record of Agarist War at 87 hours, um, and Dragon Age Inquisition at 84. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate is at 83. Now, I should say, I couldn't find. A whole lot of data on more recent games just because some of them you know people are still logging in hours and haven't beat them and it's it's a tough topic you know because when you look at a game you want to get your money's worth that's one of my biggest things I hate when somebody releases a game and you can beat it in a sitting you know I just paid $60 for this come on man but on the flip side me personally, I'm not one of those Elder Scrolls type people where I'm going to go spend 200 hours on a game. Now, uh, I should preface, we're talking about beating a game. And this doesn't necessarily mean a completion. Uh, some, you know, So all the side missions and stuff, that's why we may not have mentioned some of your favorite games. But I don't have the time to sit down. Well, right now I do. But normally I don't have the time to sit down for 200 hours to play something. It's just not how I am. So there, there's a fine line. And then you throw in DLC. You know, some games like The Witcher does really great with DLC. The Witcher itself, Witcher 3, is a wonderfully self-contained game. Hours and hours and hours of campaign and side mission. Lots of stuff you can do. Awesome. DLC drops. And it's bigger than most standalone games. So you're getting a whole nother game for, for pretty cheap. Uh, you know, so you can kind of weigh in as to what you like. Personally, I like a game that I can pick up, play for five or ten minutes, and put back down. That's why I do a lot of side-scrollers. You know, beat a level, cool. Beat a level, move on. 
it's something you can do. Whereas uh, even like my beloved Assassin's Creed games, I haven't got to play those in a long time because I don't have, you know, you have to devote at least an hour or two of gaming when you sit down. And who knows? So now where we're at, you have the ability to do that. So I'm probably going to delete my game save on Odyssey because I have no idea where I'm at or what I'm doing or who I'm hunting and start fresh. That's something that is really cool. Uh, you know, again, silver lining. We got to find the silver linings in all this. So out of all these long games, you know, go back, revisit some play. Let me know if there's a game that you didn't get to finish that you're going to go back and play now that you're at home and have the time. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there and everywhere and love to talk to you. Love to hear from you. Email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.